All right, what was so important that you need me to come in four hours early? All right, Danny, we need to talk. Wait, what's going on Sit down, Daniel. Look, is this about the craft dinner size? Just because I know you all said smaller portions, but I think- the craft dinner. It's about your image. Your image. My image? What's wrong with my image? What's wrong with your image? Look at you. You don't have a single tattoo? No piercings? That dumb hat? Do you even want to be a chef? We have been busting our asses cultivating these dope bad boy images. You look like the chef you bring home to mama. Have you even seen a vice show? Dude, you look like you have a day job. I do have a day job. Look, I care about food. That's why I went to a Top Chef Academy. <laughs> Being a chef is not about cooking food. Danny, we serve grilled cheese and craft dinner. Okay, Garrett has something he would like to read to you. I don't think this is necessary. Daniel! He said I have something to read! Ooh. When you dress not to impress, it hurts us all. I have the sickest image and work really hard to make sure everyone knows that I'm not your grandmother's chef. Yeah. Even Billy here has a sick image. He used to be in a hardcore band, Death Chariot. Good band, good band. Look, I don't think- I Getting some tattoos might hurt you physically. But the fact that you don't have a single one, now that hurts us, hurts us emotionally. You see that? That's why Garrett's our most requested chef and he doesn't even know how to cook. I never learned. Look, what is so bad boyish about all of you? <laughs> what? what do you mean? Are you dumb? I'm on a three-day bender right now. Oh, you know, a chef stuff? I just got out of rehab. Rehab? I'm currently drunk. Yeah, I'm in three failed bands, bad nautical tattoos. I rap on the side. Do you even know how to rap? Do you know how to rap, Daniel? Wait, you guys all rap? Yes! Oh, yes. Every we bad boy chef rap. raps on the sun. Hey, yo, philosophies, hypocrisies, <laughs> combo three B, toast eats with block and cheese. Cheese, 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 cheese. Another beautiful day down here in uh, Seattle, Washington, South Lake Union, here at Studio 212, recording with a uh, collaboration with the Soundcasting Network. This is going to be episode 104 of Grill. How long? Much more on that steak, mister. It'll be about 7.5 minutes. Whoa, whoa. All right, I am one of the hosts of this podcast. My name is Bobby Stills. Uh, next to me Frontman is... Frontman of the band, <laughs> Yellow Card, as you've decided. <laughs> They're all making fun of my uh, my glorious hair today. You know, I washed and conditioned it, and you know, the sun's out. Gotta let the hair down. Maybe it's covering your eye a little bit, but... Lost a lot of going on. I'm feeling real sexy today. <laughs> really feels, my nipples are hard. It's all good. Uh, we do, as you know, uh, that voice in studio, we do have a special co-host today. You want to introduce yourself there, sir? Um, Chef Applejacks, Chef Angie. I don't know. I Chef? guess my name is Ange- AJ. That's it. Apple, but Apple Sacks. Apple Sacks. Apple Sacks. Apple Sacks. Uh, we'll get to you in a second. Uh, we do have our producer in the studio. On the mic. Mic'd uh, up. Uh, yes. Queef Boogie, a.k.a. Keith Chief, uh, the Prince of Parmesan. <laughs> uh, risotto God. Risotto God. And the producer who's dropping what, Johnny? Deucers. Deucers. He's here. He was not here last week. Could you say he's an Arancini jester or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> the Arancini kid. Okay. What I was saying. Uh, <laughs> Keith, say something to the microphone. 
Thank you very much. I know that you guys would get upset because you want to hear Keith's opinions on things. I don't, but the audience does. And he's always yelling across the studio. So, yeah. We gave him a mic today. Amy, Chef Amy was supposed to be here today. Some of our fans might have noticed that she had uh, gave an update about the restaurant. She is still part owner of that restaurant, but she has left her position as head chef operator whatever you may call her. Well, I was really excited to find out. She was going to come in and give us the juice. The juice. Uh, the J-U-O-O-S. The freshly squeezed. The T-Report, as some may call it. But she got stuck with some personal issues. So I tried to get her to phone in, but she did not. Let's get into it real quick. AJ, how long you been cooking? Where are you from? And what's your favorite position? I've been cooking for 11 years. I hail from Midwest over in Minnesota. <laughs> Favorite position, I guess, hey grill. Dear, I don't know. Hey, hey dear, hey dear, hey dear. Uh, grill, and what is your title right now? Sous chef over at Westward. Sous chef at Westward. How is, how's, how's Westward right now? That place is cracking. Fucking bumping, dude. Love the food there. Yeah. If anybody who listens to the show lives in Seattle, Washington, uh, right on beautiful South Lake Union, down the street from our glorious studio, Studio 212, uh, you can go visit uh, AJ at Westward. You're rocking brunches over there? Right in the brunch program, and then I work... Uh, Wednesday through Friday, just run shit. Tell them about your dessert you got on a. Got oh a TV. yeah, yeah. So I had this uh, moment. So I had a food tasting to get to get the position, and so they're like, "Come up with the pastry." So I did a corn cake uh, with honey harissa glaze, uh, pistachio crumble, apple compote, and some mint. And apparently, Food Network got word of it, and it's going to be on the website uh, around Fourth of July, and it's on a show that has nothing to do with our restaurant. <laughs> but um, it's called like Burgers. Beer and something or another. Oh, you know, I think I've seen advertising for that. Yeah. All right, perfect. Uh, Johnny, you guys shut down the kitchen there at uh, the Baby of June mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. another week? No, just for a day. We just closed early. Just closed early. Yeah, on Sunday. Yes, Sunday. Just because, um, just because we had some of our employees who were going to Chicago and they had to catch a flight at midnight. So if we closed at ten, they wouldn't be able to get to the plane. I ended up being chauffeur for all of those employees. Um, it's nice of you, Johnny. Yeah, you know, oh. I love I love those guys, and I was trying it's to family. holding them down, holding them down. Except that it, my car's really tiny, like really tiny. <laughs> Got that Focus? Yeah, and Fiesta, Ford Fiesta, <laughs> and it's like it can it can barely fit, you know, me and my son. Then you know, so like. I fit five people and all their shit in the back of the trunk, and we and we made it happen, made it pop, you know. Um, but yeah, so they're going off to see if we can get uh, best new restaurant Northwest for June Baby, and then Chef is also up for best Chef Northwest. Um, so we are hoping it takes back some metal. It's it's exciting. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. Let's get into it. So first off, uh, we are a podcast about the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. And so Johnny's like favorite chef of all time just released uh, a new podcast. So I, I don't to, know who he's talking I about. To, I was going to come at this from a different approach. I was going to announce to the people that uh, when I first heard he was coming on the podcast and I found out... <clears throat> what network is on. I was like, this is going to be great. But then I listened to it and I was like, it's cool. It's okay. I was going to come at it like, all right, this is our last episode because no one's ever going to listen to our podcast again because Sir David Chang has come out with a new (laughs) podcast and it is on the Ringer Network, which is Bill Simmons podcast network. Anybody here listen to Bill Simmons? No. I listen to my shit, yo. (laughs) Narcissist. Represent. Uh, Soundcasting so, Network <laughs> All day baby. Buster. 
So uh, Bill Simmons got a media group called The Ringer Podcast Network, and there's all sorts of shows. He's had a, he had another one called House of Carbs on there, which wasn't very good. Okay, but not very good. Uh, but then David Chang got on there. He's only got like one episode, and it's a three-part episode. But it's kind of cool because it covers – he is a restaurant owner, and he is a chef owner. And it covers him opening up his L.A. restaurant, Major Domo. So I found it very, very interesting. He talked a lot about cooking, and he was kind of humble and talks about being a chef, being famous, and then also having to work in a restaurant and film at the same time. So I thought that was interesting. He knows his stuff. I'll give it up to him. I like his TV show better. But I just wanted to encourage some of our fans that may listen to the show to maybe go check out that show, too. Uh, and you'll realize ours is probably more entertaining because we talk, I mean, his talk show- that real shit. His show is good. I just think he, what he talked about was something that a lot of people have already heard recently, because it's it's what everybody's doing right now. It's opening a restaurant. Been going on through the annals of time. The, the, the annals of time for, <laughs> for sure. Um, Robbie so the, gets deep in the annals, right? Exactly. Of time. Of time. And that's Robbie. the thing. It's like, especially for me, that's why I, I was listening to it, and I was like, it's good. I get the point of what he of what he's saying, and you know, his celebrity stardom or whatever you call it. Even I've opened restaurants, and it's just like it's the same shit, different day. It's just like yeah. But he also has three other things stacked on top of opening yeah. a restaurant, which I think correlates to you is that he's married and has a kid now. You know? Does he have a kid? Yeah. Oh. And so he's saying, fuck, not only do I have to run all these restaurants, you know, film, and I have to raise a kid and be there to support his wife. So he was saying about how he was drinking a lot and how he had to just kind of step away and, you know, really analyze whether he wanted to be in this industry anymore. Well, uh, that's what children do to you. That's not what the children do to you. That's <laughs> yeah. what this industry does to you. I don't necessarily Robbie, do you don't have children. <laughs> I'm a huge child myself. Yeah, I mean, you are. I, have, I struggle to take care of myself. You <laughs> yes, know what I'm yes, yes, yes. All I, I mean, but, and then, but then at the same time, you also have to think about this. Some people are meant to be, not meant to be parents, but made to be parents. Like, you know, it take, they take it easily and they just make it into their day to day life. Take it easy. Some people, take and, it easy, honey. And some in the people, animals? Exactly. In the <laughs> animals, I guess. And some, well, some people can't, and it makes it tough. And that you can all obviously tell those types of people when they go to work and they can't handle their shit at work, you know. Um, they Balancing can't, the two, they can't balance the two, and some people can. Um, I'm not saying that I'm one of those people, I think that I like sit right in the middle, uh, just ever so slightly. Everybody likes to think that. <laughs> 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 it's just, it's 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 a tough thing to handle, and I think it mostly accounts for sleep. It's not really about time spent with family because I spend a lot of time sleep with family. when you're dead, motherfucker. Um, yeah, I guess you could say that, but you still need to sleep a little bit. Shit, uh, I've been working a lot. You know, I'm down here sometimes at the studio, and I also at the restaurant a lot, and then I also like to go out. So I usually use one of my entire days off just to sleep. To yep. catch oh wow, sleep. I wonder, I wonder how, how that feels. <laughs> I didn't choose to have a child. No, exactly. But I'm just saying, it's People like. When you're like, oh, you, when, when you, when you're talking about like, oh, you just need to, you know, sleep when you're dead. It's like, I don't have that time to recuperate like other people do. So I have to make it work the way I do. And sometimes it's tough. I have sleep apnea. So every time I fall asleep, I might die. So I have that fear. No. Well, you have, well, you haven't yet. You know, you, you die. You're going to die when you're awake, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, AJ, you did not listen. To, I gave you one, one job. Yeah, one two, job. Well, man. two jobs. 
show up here on time and listen to the podcast. You I failed gave you a me. warning I was going to be late. Failed me. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up. He said, hey, Chef. It's like what, so, that's what, that's like what chef, somebody, that's what somebody <laughs> texts you and says you're going to be late. Okay, thanks for the heads up. Still not acceptable. <laughs> I appreciate it. Anyway, AJ, you don't have any children, right? Hell no. What do you think about David Chang? What's your opinion? I think he can be pretentious and kind of a dick, but it's for a reason because he's doing all this shit, so it's got to work somehow. You know, yeah, but I don't think he's being a pretentious. He can do it because he's doing all this shit. I think he is just pretentious, and like that's yep. why he does it. It's just that's his okay. personality. All right, we've already talked too much about David Chang. We talked about him like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, something like you that. You talked about him all the time. No, we talked I think about you him. love David Chang. He does. Oh. No, it's not, I, li- I like <laughs> it. I like his. I like his style. Him as a person, I don't know the motherfucker. I'm more. I'm along. It. I'm with this Cho guy. Yeah, David Cho. It's awesome. He's a G. <laughs> he's a fucking G. Uh, he's my kind of dude too. I'd like to hang out with him. Do you know this guy? I'm unfamiliar. It's like his one of his friends. He's an artist. He's, yeah, but he's a super random. And you got. I got some. I'll send you some links on some of his stuff that he's done. He's a G. Okay, uh, so we're gonna get into it. A uh, couple articles, bread. couple uh, stories you want to talk about. Get some opinions. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I want to thank AJ for being our guest host yes, today. Thank you very much, sir. We appreciate no, you busting your ass down here, and we uh, we miss you, Amy. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I was gonna show you my son, Buster. <laughs> Buster. All right. First and foremost, uh, there's been all sorts of stories coming out lately about restaurants banning children, mm-hmm. and uh, there's articles from 2014 from Eater. There's articles from Food and Wine magazine. Uh, there's news stories that just came out that made national headlines about a firestorm on Twitter and stuff about this restaurant down in South Florida, and uh, they're split down the middle. A lot of people are split down the middle. So I kind of wanted to. Uh, get your guys' opinions on you, you, what you think about children being allowed in restaurants, and then uh, we'll go down a list of some of the pros and cons of uh, serving or not serving children. Mm-hmm. Johnny, we already know where you stand. No, you don't. No, just because I have a kid doesn't mean I'd want them to be in the restaurant all the time. Unless unless it's on your terms, unless you want to go out and eat. Unless I want to go out and eat. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to take them to every restaurant that I go to. Okay, let's hear it. So yeah. what's your stance? Uh, I mean, I do believe that children should be allowed in most restaurants unless it's like a bar, you know, like a straight bar, which I still find weird because you can go to Fremont Brewery and bring your kids, but you can't go to a bar and have... You know. It's licensing. Depends on your license. On the licensing? Okay. Because um, I was like, I find that really random. So, I mean, I feel like you should be able to have your kids if you want to go out and get, you know, reasonable, you know, priced food. But if you're going to go to not a fine dining establishment, but if you're going to go to like a more upscale dining establishment, um, maybe you want to rethink about rethink taking your kids. Some kids work do really well in restaurants and they enjoy the food and they enjoy the experience. And it's fun to share an experience with somebody who's that um, open-minded and uh, so eager to experience what you're experiencing as well. But sometimes that doesn't happen, so you have to be really careful with what you do. I mean, I kind of sit on the fence about it. I know from a cook's perspective, um, it can be frustrating when you hear people's kids going crazy, and sometimes people want special order things. But from having a child, I understand where those people come from, and sometimes you aren't as prepared as you plan to be when you went out, or maybe he ate all they ate all of their snacks, or drank all their milk, or you know, and they need food now because they're hungry and they're a child. And sometimes you got to think about like not everybody makes it's perfect not every parent's perfect but at the same time you hear some kids and you're like you really need to work on like making sure that kid isn't acting that way in public because they're not listening to you and obviously you're doing something wrong 
Okay. All right. So we still don't have a clear. I said I sit on the fence about it. <laughs> that's, that's not an answer. Uh, yeah, it is. Are I you, explained my answer. Are you for or against it? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say that I am in the middle. There's a time and a place to bring a child to the restaurant. You are such a strongly opinionated man. I, I cannot <laughs> understand how women re- resist you with that kind of like steadfast, like hold fast position. Like you're just, you don't waver at all. No. Nope. <laughs> all right. AJ, what, what, from a young man's perspective, how old are, how old are you, sir? Uh, just turned 28. Whoop, whoop. Young buck. Young buck. Still. Still. I'm, I'm totally for it. You're totally for it. Well, like another thing is... Chuck E. Cheese's or like franchises. Send the kids there. They're kind of made for that. Yeah, like Applebee's. Act, yeah. yeah, but yeah, uh, those like, are also cesspools that get children sick and then you bring wow. home. You bring That's home. the same thing with schools though. Like, I got yeah. kids. I'm all for it. You want to ban fucking kids from your restaurant? Have at it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother me at all because I'll find somewhere else to go. And if I really well, want to, where would that somewhere that, else go? Would it be another restaurant, or would well, it like, be? Well, like it's not like every one of them is going to ban kids. No, but that's that's like if I couldn't take my kid to like Cantonetta to go eat, for example, I'd be I'd be fine with that because yeah. like you, you're trying to create a dining experience and like. Especially as but a that's parent. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm like, there's a time and a place to bring your kid. Like, yeah, yeah if they don't want your kids there, then whatever. So but you're, not, you're just, not in the middle. You're saying, like, in one case is good, in some cases is not. That's not well, in the You're like, oh, I can't really decide if it's a good or a bad thing. Uh, I said that it's a, yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wishy-washy motherfucker. I'm not, but good for you. Yeah, I I, I strong to I strongly agree with uh, some restaurants banning children. I don't want to yeah. deal with your loud-ass child. I don't want to walk through crayons or uh, broken crackers, which I already, from a chef's perspective or a cook's perspective also, I already look at the fucking most of the diners that come to the restaurant as children. They behave like children. They act like children. They get drunk and... Uh, they start bossing people around and acting like little babies. Yeah. Um, they want their food a certain way. Children also come in and, um, yeah, they ruin people's dining experience. And me and Johnny had talked about this maybe, oh, I don't know, a couple of days ago or, or whatever. It's, you know, a lot of people, people don't go out all the time to eat. It's supposed to be a special thing. And then once you get to go out, you take the time out, and then you got But I feel like that's not true these days, and that's one of the things that we talk about all the time is that everybody does go out and that most people spend time going out because In Seattle. Uh, I'm not thinking about – I'm thinking about outside of Seattle. I mean, it's the only usually reserved for special occasions. I'm Uh, from a small town in the Midwest, and when we go out, it's for a reason. But, like, in Seattle, everyone just goes out because this is what you do. I don't know about with the whole kid aspect. Respect the culture, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Keith, you already stated your opinion. I'm I'm fine with it, man. Like, I don't want to take my kids everywhere anyway. (laughs) I'm with you. All right, let's go over some of the the pros and cons of it. So uh, if you ban your children, um, some of the restaurant owners say, you know, it it improves the ambiance of your restaurant. Uh, You can put some certain things up that if you didn't have a child around, uh, you know, you're not worried about corners of tables being sharp or uh, something they might choke on that they find on the ground. The ambiance, the lighting, you don't have to have it up. Kids are scared of the dark. So people try try to – a lot of restaurants, they actually model their restaurants towards children to get children to say, I, I love their kid's meal, or you get a toy, or you get to draw on the table. A lot of Italian restaurants, you remember you're a kid? You yeah, but I also feel like when you don't let somebody bring their kid to an establishment that you're kind of just banning them because you don't like children, and that kind of makes somebody, then it's like, okay, so in order for me to go to this restaurant, I have to not have my kid, and what if it is a special occasion for them and they wanted to bring their kid, and now they can't do that special occasion because they have their kid in this restaurant? 
restaurant doesn't let them bring children. I feel like I should know ahead of time. The whole well, yeah, thing. I mean, somebody people know ahead of time, but sometimes people are like, I want to take my kid out to dinner because it's a fun experience. Yeah. Well, one of the other, the other uh, pros for banning children is if you establish yourself as a restaurant that is child free, you're going to appeal more a certain type of customer mm-hmm. you know uh, it might it's you have a potential for more sales because people know that they may love this restaurant down the street but if they go there they might have to deal with the drama of having screaming babies or children around them and they might specifically come to your restaurant specifically because you make it known that you don't allow children there uh, you also don't, don't need to have any special menus or altered menus for children uh, a lot of us in the kitchen we hate it when people uh, modify any dish so when you have a table full of, of children yeah. at the, I mean can and you have to you, send the kids food up first. Do, do you have a grilled cheese yeah, that's an, I mean, that's Can unfortunate. And that's more, I mean, that's more about a parent's fault and what they feed their kid because their kid obviously doesn't have it, hasn't experienced, hasn't experienced very much of a, you know, a variety of food. And that's why they're enjoying just grilled cheese sandwiches or macaroni and cheese. But as a parent and as somebody who takes their child out to every restaurant that they go to, um, I have never had an issue finding anything for my son to eat and he's nine months old. So it's true. It's true. Um, you got any experiences down at Westford about uh, you know kids coming in there? They, uh, they, they like the oysters? <laughs> uh, a couple of them actually do. But no, our chef owner has kids, so he's all about it. Yeah. So the kids there. Do you have, have family-friendly uh, uh, things, pasta? things on the meal? I'll give them I mean, some fruit or kids' pasta. That's basically it, which is just butter and cheese. Yeah. We don't we don't really cater to them. That's what, I mean, that's that's a staple. I mean, it's, like, it's super super easy to make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kids are fine with it. They're like, Absolutely. don't throw parsley in it. Kids see the green. <laughs> no, and like, I've had it sent back because I yeah. forgot. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, it's like, this is the green. No, exactly. Like, uh-uh. like no, no, it's plain shit, plain shit. All right, well, here's a couple cons. And this is, by the way, from toast.com. So a couple of the cons is, yeah, you get a loss of business. Business. Um, they say that, uh, you know, one of the reasons that people have to bring their children to the restaurants because child care is it's pretty expensive. expensive. Yeah. And so they'd much prefer to have their ch- take their children with them to eat and know what they're eating than have them eating shitty food with a babysitter or something like that. And so uh, customers, you know, will band together and they will boycott your place and not, oh, you can't you know, have them there anyway. Yeah, they, they won't They won't visit your restaurant even when they yeah. don't have their kids with them. Well, yeah, and there's a lot of missed opportunities that happen when you have children, unfortunately, and that's why I think a lot of people end up bringing their kids to a lot of places. It's because it's like you either bring them or you don't go and you end up staying at home. And you want to go. And you want to go. Uh, yeah. Well, but the other she- thing is, like, if, if you are at a restaurant that doesn't really have kids and they come there and you accommodate, people recognize that mm-hmm. and then they'll spread the word be like they don't really do this but they will and they did it yeah i mean and yeah and that's and that's another you know that's i mean you could say that that's hearsay because everybody could say that or not well, i mean on average on average of any restaurant that we've worked at how many actual uh like high chairs do they actually have in that restaurant like four yeah you might have you might have one two three four it just depends on the owner yeah. and how many because those things get destroyed oh yeah they you get know destroyed. kids knock them over and they're treated like like we store them like, like we don't want to see them we'll kick the things out of that's one of the first things we kick when we're pissed off come around the corner this guy is getting get baby seat out of here I uh, will say yeah, I that think I have my best experience with children in a restaurant ever right here in Seattle um, it's called Zap Ver now but it used to be Tawan Thai right up in Fremont oh uh, yeah yeah I've been there I went in there for lunch one day when my daughter was like two and we're like struggling trying to eat, man. We're trying to like keep a hand on her, keep food going, everything else. And uh, 
finally, there was like nobody else in the restaurant. The grandmas came out of the kitchen, took the kid, ran her off in the back, and let me and my girl eat. And it was like, we love you. We're going <laughs> to tip you everything we have. Right? That's like if you've ever been to Marjorie in uh, Capitol Hill. The owner will definitely steal your child for a while. Yeah. Well, That's and it helps that the girlfriend's Asian. You know, we got a little half-Asian baby, and the Asian <laughs> grandma's in the back. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, <laughs> Asian baby. Yeah, granddaughter. Will you Asian? <laughs> Waitin. Waitin. All right, uh, a couple other uh, cons uh, to uh, banning kids is uh, the community and customer backlash is pretty bad. Uh, the community will definitely spread the word uh, not to visit you. Um, it reduces your customer's loyalty to your restaurant. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that I definitely like during certain times. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I agree with that. And I feel like there are certain times, and parents who are out with their kids that late are, are weird. There's just some irresponsible adults out yeah, there. Yeah, and I think that's the, that's a the place in a that's time the situation. for everything. Yeah, and that's a situation that sucks because it's like the kids are getting blamed, but it's like you don't know the background story of like why that kid is upset. Like children don't know how to express themselves, hence why they express themselves that way. So, <laughs> like, yeah. you, know, you got to think about like what happened to make that kid that frustrated or sometimes you mistake the like a scream that's uh for something that's they're stressing out or freaking out when really i mean my son screams all the time but it's not always a freak out scream he's just really high-pitched noises but it's just unfortunate some parents are just dumb and they like oh i forgot to feed my baby before i went out on a four-hour trip and now he's freaking starving but it happens i've forgotten bottles before I think they should just ban kids from movies. Oh, dude. Wait, do they <laughs> like kids in movies? Yes, they yeah. do. No way. Fucking babies will be there just I, crying. I have never. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I, I've walked out of a couple movies. I mean. Little shits are just going, yeah. I'm that kind of, I mean, I'm an asshole just every day in general. Yeah, but, no. Most, yeah, yeah, most right. of life. Most uh, of life. But I'm the kind of <laughs> asshole that will yell, shut that fucking baby up. Yeah. <laughs> On a plane. In a movie theater, at a restaurant, I don't care. I will like, like and, shut it up or get it out. And I feel bad, you know. I feel really bad, but no, you don't. Because oh. yeah. if you felt bad, you wouldn't say it. <laughs> That's I not, think you probably get beat up a lot more if you actually said it as much as you are trying yeah, to portray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If somebody ever told me to shut my kid up, oh yeah, they'd be a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing about it is, is like I'm not saying I'm like standing up, like yo, shut the fucking baby up to their face. It's like I'm the guy that like bends down. It covers his mouth and it goes, shut that fucking baby up while looking at the person he's with and <laughs> talking to the person he's with. He's like, they need to shut their fucking baby up. No, actually, I had a whole uh, movie theater once stand up and clap because I told the. Told the lying. See, I don't under, I don't understand why people would bring their baby to a movie. I know that you can do bait. There's events where there's like babies only movie, not babies only, but parent movies where you can bring your kids and see a movie with. Well, it. they have like playrooms for kids. Yeah, like movie theaters. But I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to go see like Infinity War with like the homies oh, in no. Harlem and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, other thing is, I think. A, most decent parents have got a little bit of regard for that shit. They're not going to take their kid to go see, like, you know, Infinity War yeah. at 8 o'clock on a Friday night. <laughs> exactly. Team Thanos right here. Team Thanos. Oh, Team Thanos. <laughs> Thanos. All right. What's your position, what's your position on uh, cursing around children? Cursing around children? Yeah. I Man. do it around mine all the time. Yeah, I was just going to say, keep that shit open. <laughs> <laughs> keep, I mean, yeah, keep, keep, you uh, curse around your children? Oh, listen, man, my kids have heard so much foul language from me when I'm driving. 
They they know that there's a time. They'll know that it, there's a time and a place. I, I'm pretty sure your children one day are going to see you murder somebody. <laughs> <laughs> daddy, no. <laughs> Not the bad daddy. Uh, AJ, what about you? Cursing around children? Are you for or against Well, I it? just became uh, an uncle. My brother and my sister both had kids like within two months. So I'm oh, wow. due to it. Um, I swear. I just can't help it. I've been doing it for years. It's fine. All right. Well, on a grill how long steak, mister... Slicing chef, you suck that pasta. Thank you. Starting that children's butter pasta right now. Um, we we enjoy <laughs> cursing on this show. I've been called out many times by people who listen to this show, and I would like to apologize. To those yeah, people. maybe if we didn't curse so much, we'd get more listeners. Uh, right, right. Uh, Wrong. Fuck that. Okay. Uh, well, apparently, <laughs> apparently, over in the UK, uh, this story comes from the Telegraph. Uh, they are trying to attract some of the millennial cooks and some of the younger uh, generations into coming into a kitchen. They think. I think the answer is banning cursing and bullying Not gonna happen. in their kitchen. <laughs> Not going to happen. Yeah, well, so how? how do you prepare somebody for the real world where you get bullied <laughs> like in every fucking aspect of your goddamn life? One of the places you you're not supposed to you're uh, one of the places you're not supposed to get bullied though is at work. Yeah, but the thing about it's a it's, fucking kitchen. It's a kitchen number 1 and number <laughs> 2 you need to fire. change the perspective no, on no, that. No, but number 2 is that like if you're actually working in a good kitchen where everybody is a team, then it's not bullying, it's like chastising more. <laughs> it's, it's accountability. Yeah, it's it accountability and it's also like, you know, it's playful and and you know somebody can say hey I don't really want this to happen anymore and everybody will stop as opposed to bullying where people will just continuously bully you but I mean I do this to a lot of the cooks that I work with because we just got our new walk-in and there's one key and every time I walk by the place where the key is I'm like everyone check their pockets and the other day I was like we should have a sign-out sheet for the for the walkout for the walking key and somebody was like why so you can blame people and I was like no it's to keep people accountable yeah to blame yeah. people but to keep people accountable like and like the last Two times the keys have been missing. It was one person that had it, and they're like, "Oh, did you want to? Did you want to make that list so you could keep everybody accountable?" I was like, "No, mostly that one person." But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but that's not even bullying. That's just do your fucking job. No, exactly. But it's just like I bullying's mean, like when I continuously take all your me's and just be like, "Yo, I'm that's true." Shit, Actually, you're right, and there is a difference <laughs> yeah. because I know there is a guy that I work with that does bully, and you're like, "Oh, he chose this person to fuck with all day," and he'll literally like ride that person's ass for no reason. You're just like, back off, just. Chill. Like, it's all good, baby. Um, and that's not fair. But at the same time, some people are just built to do that because they have no fucking... They can't talk to other people any other way. Tiny penises. Yeah. I mean, I've Napoleon been... Napoleon <laughs> syndrome. I mean, I've been, picked on, I've been picked on by a couple chefs before, and I've had them ride me. And it's like, that person down the line does the same exact thing, that made the same fuck up that I made. Mm -hmm. And you were like, it's cool. Just start over. Throw that away. Start over. But when I do it, Everybody. I get cursed out. I get made to feel like I'm fucking stupid. And I yeah. feel like a piece of shit and I'm like why is it me they just don't like me no and I I noticed that happening so it's fucked up it, it sucks it doesn't feel good no, it doesn't at feel all good. nobody should have to go to work and have to deal with that shit but yet we chose this profession and this is the way the, the profession is but that's what these guys are saying is it doesn't have to be like this no yeah and, uh, and that's the thing that I've noticed too is that like I've been taking the blame for a lot of things that aren't my fault and so now I'm sure, sure. life <laughs> yeah no, no but Sue, you get blame for 
everything. No, exactly. And, and like, you don't, and so, like, living that lifestyle before, I'm like, I'm not going to snitch on anybody. Like, whatever, I'll take the blame. It's not a big deal. But now it's like, but then there's that that circle that comes back around where everybody's like, oh, you remember that time that, like, Johnny did this and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, that was definitely not, not me. me. But And then okay. when you bring it up to defend it, they're like, oh, shut up. It was you. No, yeah, exactly. Throw it right back at you. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm fucked either I, way. I take the blame. Ultimately, I take the blame for all sorts of shit. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it is my responsibility to make sure shit gets done. Yeah. Uh, was I directly? Was it directly my fault? No. no. But that's part of getting older and being given more responsibilities. More something, something you do. Uh, but I I have been that guy that yells and curses at people before. Uh, Johnny, no, not used to not so much. And J- AJ, you're one of the quietest people I've ever met online. A little bit. Uh, uh, I think I've seen you cry online before. <laughs> oh, I've probably cried. probably cried a thousand times. I go on the walk and just scream. <laughs> no, I've gotten um, angrier and angrier, like the more responsibilities yeah, I get. Yeah. Like I'm like, you're setting up the there. CDC. I'm just like seeing everything. Like, fuckers. Like, I just get, you're getting there. Pissed. And like now I start to yell, but I'll be nice. Mid- Minnesota nice. I'm still nice about it. No, but yeah, I'll have and a volume. Yeah, there's a time and a place and there's a tone that you want to keep. And I actually had learned that this weekend with one of my uh, with my dishwasher. That's, my tone is fucked. Bro. One of your dishwashers. One of our dishwashers. I was like, bro, you need to um pick up the mats because you gotta tell him every little individual part that he needs to do. So you like you need to pick up the mats, you need to sweep, and then you need to put the mats back. Last time you didn't put the fucking mats back. <laughs> and it was a joke. And so, you know, everybody's laughing. <laughs> and then he's sweeping and he's sweeping like this little tiny little brushes and then I instantly like it switched into dad mode and I was just like I was like you need to sweep like you have a purpose and he's like what and I was like what the why are you sweeping like this sweep like you're not doing anything you're spreading dirt around sweep like you have a purpose please I was like you're just getting in the way either you like sweep with a purpose or get off of line and he was just like okay and everyone's just like whoa and I'm just like dude I mean I gotta be stern but firm firm but kind but at the same time like figure it the out. Just you kind of realize, like, you get a little bit more pissed about kind of like the little, little small little, shit. Oh, yeah, and the tiny, just irritates tiny the fuck out of you. You're like, oh, somebody didn't wipe down the side of that fryer really well. <laughs> just one little, just, yeah. Oh, our pastry chef used to leave her shit all over my station. Oh, dude, yeah. I wanted oh, to stab I her. I hate that. <laughs> it's like, oh. like, I'd find yeah. like a half eaten burrito or something behind the meat slicer and just be like, bitch, what are you doing? Was it not that good? Did you not want to finish it? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's. Uh, we, as being uh, management or leadership roles, uh, we have certain uh, expectations of other people that we hold ourselves accountable for. Now, these people below us don't necessarily hold themselves to those standards. And so it frustrates the fuck out of us when people have no self-pride or don't respect their equipment or their tools. And it's it feels like a direct slap or spit in the face. Mm-hmm. And you just don't understand... W- how they get off not respecting their kitchen. It's just a inter- or their chef. Well, it's just an interesting thing that this article is about millennials and like how we're trying to hire more millennials and how tough it is. Which is such a so, shortage. There's such a shortage, and they're so they're so they're different. Fucking babies, and they're they're raised differently. Like just talking with people who are in that age group, easily um, offended, easily offended, and you just talk to them about how they were raised, and you're just super like, PC it's too. Like super PC, and it's so PC different bro? to how like we were raised. I was just like thinking about it. I was like, oh, you know, when we were kids, we had toys that. 
were designed basically to kill us, or they just malfunctioned and almost killed us. So we were always we had that. Well, not fear. even that. When we were children, we had toys that were gender specific. Oh yeah, and yep. it, like, and you were, and you knew all this stuff. And now it's just like kids are like, oh well, I'm not afraid of death. I haven't had that experience, so I'm gonna eat a Tide Pod. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like we knew, like, and sometimes and I'm gonna light myself on fire. Yeah, exactly, and film, and film it. And they think that that stuff is cool, and we look at it and we're like. Man, Go outside, jump, jump, jump off a road, do yeah. a skip it or something yeah. like that. Skip, like, <laughs> skip it. Yeah, they're fucking starting condoms now. That's yeah, exactly. It's like it doesn't <laughs> make any. It yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That shit makes me almost want to throw. I'm gagging, thinking about it. Uh, and no. sometimes I'm just like, did your parents slap you upside the head enough when I was a kid? Because like you didn't, you didn't get hit enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, it's weird sometimes in kitchens, and especially it was for me because like a couple of the guys I worked for really wanted to do that whole, you know, let's be nice, let's try not to be assholes in the kitchen kind of thing. And shit don't work. They you know what? walked on. It works though. It worked better when they did because I, I guess it's just what I'm used to. It's like, you know, as, as long as you're not an asshole the whole night, like as long as we we get done, you're like, all right, that's cool. That was service. It was good. You know, you fucked up here, but you did good there. Just a loss of temper at a certain point in time. Yeah. You know, or or just like if you want to if you want to be an asshole during service because you want things done a certain way, I get it. It's your kitchen. I want to make mm-hmm. sure you're happy at the end of the night. But don't let that assholishness carry over once the clock is off. Once oh. that clock is off, man, let's have a beer. We're cool. Yep. I'm good with that. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm, I mean, some chefs are actually, like, claiming that, I mean, I'm glad this new law is trying to be passed where you can't be contacted by your job after you're off the clock. But I know a lot of chefs that really, really, they don't enjoy what law, it. What is this? What's yeah. law, what law is this? Oh, you haven't heard, you haven't heard about that? What no. the hell is this? Oh, yeah, it's starting to go through Congress where it's like um, people cannot be contacted after they're off the That's clock. That's not going to happen. Amazon is notorious for doing that. And in the no. restaurant industry, you that has to happen. You have to be called when you're off work. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, you don't because legally you're not on their time. I'm suing because you called me five minutes no, after. No, yeah, but I mean, like, you're on your personal time. And I know, like, more times than not that I've been, like, in a good mood on my day off or doing something. And somebody's like, well, since this happened and I'm in a bad mood, now I'm going to ruin everybody's day. And that's unnecessary. Like, you need to learn how to work on your anger in a different way. Well, what about way. being called in on your day off? Uh, that's, that's, that's different. I think being called for, like... Covering shifts is covering okay. shifts is okay because that's not you're not being asked you're not being chastised or something like that. I think it's when people are called and being like, "Oh, you didn't do this, 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 and this." It's like to not ruin somebody's personal time. But it, I mean, if you if you generally people if you sign a contract, not in the food industry, but you're you're accepting to be called on you know days off in the case you need to cover or something like that. And if like, you're on like salary, you're, you're never on, really off. Yeah, if you're no. never. No, that's different. If you're on salary, then you're never really. Off. But I mean, for us line cooks, I mean, once I clock out, that's my time. Yeah, yeah no, I've I miss that. I've, I've had yep. people try and pull that. It's like, yo, why don't you come do this one last thing before you go? I was like, I'm off the clock, no, fam. No, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm currently in the situation where people are telling me that I need to stay longer because we're not working the same amount of hours between days and nights. And I'm like, I mean, I totally understand. That's why I work days and you work nights. No, exactly. And it's like, I'm taking our loss for that while you guys are, you know, getting more hours, getting paid, and you're getting more tips. And... You know, I mean, that's the life you chose. I chose to work this situation because I knew that I was going to work less hours because I needed to work less hours. Hence why I made my schedule this way. 
because of that situation. And why are you trying to make me be into overtime every week? I'm with I'm with that overtime song. I mean, I'm with over, I'm into overtime <laughs> too. So bad. I but that overtime. And there's nothing wrong with overtime. It just sucks when like people are like they complain about you being there late. They complain about overtime, but they're requiring you to be there and you're going to be in overtime. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's that's somebody above you who also, I mean, it's just their frustrations being taken out on you. you. Yeah. It, it's, it's and it's fine, and I know, and it's like I take it. I've been working on my anger a lot. They st- are they swearing at you though? Uh, people generally don't swear at me, except for one this one dishwasher we had that just fired that we just fired, and I almost had to ride. I was like, you almost had to ride him. Oh, uh, I no, I was like, <laughs> I got a, I, I, I actually had to call. <laughs> I, it was the first time I ever had to call chef because I was like, I on yeah, the phone. Yeah, I was like, chef, I need you to come. Just here. call him up right now. And and be like, you either need to take care of this guy or I'm going to take care of him because he's like really trying to push that butt. Damn, snitched. I don't think I've ever had to call my chef about somebody's behavior at well, work. Well, sometimes when somebody's yo. like not... Re- when yeah, that's why I snap back. Yeah. I'm like, yo. Yeah, but sometimes you can't snap back because that's unprofessional. And what if you especially, go too far, too? Yeah, and what if you go too far? And he was already making the, the rest of the restaurant uncomfortable. <laughs> and at that point, it's not... I can't be the person to in, to influence that and to feed that fire. So then, I, then you're in trouble for letting it happen. Yeah, so I calm down, call chef, and I'm like, okay, you need to handle this because he doesn't need to listen to me, but he does need to listen to you. All right, so where do we end? It, let's end this podcast with, uh, you know, our favorite curse word. Johnny. Fuck. Fuck? Yeah. Uh, AJ? Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Samuel some, Jackson yeah, that shit some, all day. Some form of fuck. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I think I say... I don't know what I say. What, what, what? You say everyone yeah. a lot. Everyone a lot. <laughs> I'm generally, I'm generally just like fuck me, right? And just like that's yeah. just. Yeah. <laughs> talking about, are we talking about the favorite or most used? Because I don't use my favorite as much as other people. I say yeah. favorite is very, like specific. I like, say dumb fuck. I say like, dumb, no. dumb fuck a lot. Dumb fuck, I dumb. say bitch a minimum of ten times driving from my fucking house to pick up my kids from school. <laughs> and that's that's. Uh, Gender non-specific, right? You gender non-specific bitch. <laughs> gender non-specific. Strictly platonic bitch. <laughs> um, no, I also say shit a lot. Like, I'm like, fucking dumb shit. Like, fuck and shit. Well, I like this word in Spanish now, too. Ooh. Oh, do you have a lot of Latinos yeah. in your kitchen? Yeah. Like, nice. kind of maricon and all that yeah, oh shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they don't like it, but I say it. <laughs> they say all their shit behind me. Like, yeah, that's right. Behind your back. I uh, think dumbass is another good one. Oh, yeah. Dumbass dumb comes out all the goddamn time. See, see, I say dumb fuck. Oh. I'm like, you fucking dumb. I just scream it. I love when I walk into my restaurant during the day. I walk in, and no one's there. Uh, not a soul is there. Maybe that a cleaner might be there or something like that. But I go in there and I just look at everything that's fucked up. And it, everyone gets it. Upper management, yep. uh, cooks, bartenders, cleaners. They all get it. But I just throw shit. And I'm like, you fucking stupid fuck. What the f- like? What lazy the- fuck. Yeah, lazy fuck. What, what the hell's wrong? Like, why? Why? Every day. Every fucking day. It's the same thing. Did you, you been, to- you've, been to- you've been told a million times not to do something a certain way. And then when you see him, you've got all that cursing out of the way. And you say, hey, man, like, I thought that we, you know, we told you, like, this can't be right here. Uh, you need to put trash bag liners in the trash can. Oh, and then they snap so, back and they're like, why are you coming at me? Uh, like, what? what? What does it matter if the mat's here or the mat's there? What I does it matter? Well, what matters is just listen to your fucking yeah. chef. Just be like, yes, chef. And that's what yes, chef is, is saying, fuck you, but I'll do what you say. My favorite is I've asked somebody once, it was, this is the best. A buddy of mine was like, I'm really sick and blah 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 didn't consolidate this will you just let them know I just can't deal with it because it's going to be a story and I just can't I'm too sick I can't 
And I was like, all right, bro, I got you. And then I was like, hey, bro, I was like, are you going to like consolidate these carrots? And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, no, why don't you do it? I slam shit down on the counter all the time and I just slam it down hella hard and go, consolidation is key. And then I just walk away. And then they're like, do you want me to like put... What do you want me to do with this? And I'm like, fucking put it no in way. a smaller fucking container. The fuck? We actually use these? We need these big ones? Can we write on crayon for you? So yeah. You figure this out. All right. So I don't think that this is ever going to happen in the restaurant industry in the United States. No. It's just weird. That's just human nature. Too. No, but. But I believe in the UK, it might be possible. Definitely. And um, I think they're that a little it may smaller be. country and they. Have a little bit more, uh, how do you say? It? They're a little bit more reserved. Yeah, but I think right now what's going on, especially in 2018, and everybody like being like, everybody has rights. Woo! Um, Not in the kitchen. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. But at the same time, I feel like it's it's gonna it's gonna be babied in there ever so slightly. You know, um, I don't think it's gonna fly in most places because I know like on the East Coast that it's very cutthroat, and I don't think that mentality is ever really gonna change. But I think on the West Coast, we might start seeing. But we're never allowed to curse uh, in open kitchens. In open kitchens? No. No, 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 no. No. So we we can control ourselves. I mean, we've all slipped up. And, yeah, but I think and the reason- had a fight online in an open kitchen, and your chef's real quick to come back and say something. You don't let it happen again, or else you're going to be out of a job. Yeah. You learned a punch I might have called a server a dipshit way louder than I should have. Yeah, and it's like, ooh, it was not. But that's one of my. That's one of that's <laughs> that's part of the guest experience. I think that's probably the thing I, that actually kept me out of Queen City because I, I sat in front of the owner. I love going. To, <laughs> I love going to restaurants and watching people on the line flip out. Yeah. Uh, I I went by and just saw Johnny for like ten minutes, and he looked like he was about to lose it. And I was like, Johnny, just my girl was like, poor Johnny, on. I was like, this is awesome, dude. I'm like. <laughs> I mean, I know his pain, but it's just, I'm glad to see it happening to somebody else and not me at the time. You know. Yeah, just point. Like, I, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's the thing. And it's just like how you, you come back from it. Because at the point in time, I was just like so mad. And then as soon as it was done, I just laughed about it. Because it's like, oh, man, people just are so dumb. They're just so fucking dumb sometimes. And I wish they would be smarter, but they're not. So. Nope. All right. Uh, AJ, you want to shout anybody out before we get out of here? Butcher, missy motherfucker. Oh, Chris Butcher moved down to. Did you work with um, a Nathan Farmer? Nathan Farmer? Yeah. He was a farmer named Nathan? Yeah, no. Oh, I swear that he worked at Westwood first. Oh, no, I you worked with uh, Ezra Schwepker. Oh, Ezra? Ezra Schwepper, Schwepker, or whatever his name is. I used to work with him a long time ago at um, Black Bottle. He's still, he's still at Westwood with me. Really? Yeah. Tell him I say hi. I will do that. We're all family. I, I wanted to touch on uh, surcharges, but we never got... Uh, surcharges are bullshit. Basically, it's people are trying to fucking scapegoat are trying to get fucking money from people to Didn't pay their wages. Well, yeah. So like I said, I wanted to, to get into surcharges, but we ran out of time. <laughs> so Basically, uh, I'm saying it's bullshit. I would like... Yep. I would like to thank Applejack, a.k.a. Applesack, a.k.a. Uh, what do they call you? Alexa? Chef Angie. Because of Ray from <laughs> Bell and Wheat. Couldn't say AJ. He's like, Angie. I ran into Emotep the other day. 
Oh no! Never mind. We're not gonna get into it later. We're never gonna get into it. But uh, I know who you're talking about. That piece of that racist, misogynistic piece of shit. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to for. Go ahead, sir. Got off. Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to Bar Del Corso. I hit that place up this weekend. It's lit. Oh my god! It's always been good. So good. Uh, Melissa, uh, Melissa Miranda. Um, it's on Beacon Hill. Um, super good. It's like a little pizza place, but I had this pizza with like it had smoked cheese and. Um, it's a really cool bar. Yeah, it's just like super good, super good drinks. Jackie good Page, foods, Jackie Page, affordable, there. nothing above fifteen dollars, and reason and reasonable. I just moved to Beacon Hill. I guess I'm gonna go there. Yeah, so check it out. Um, they definitely are doing some sick stuff up there. Uh, yeah, and also always shout out to my sub shop folks. But have you they, been to the Shell on Beacon Hill? Ooh, that, that red that, apple. That, that, that cat. That cat. <laughs> apple, yeah, that catfish. Not no, dead ass. The Shell on Beacon the Hill shell is on the fucking. Oh, really? Yeah, fried yeah, chicken. No, no. Catfish is they got they got the best legit. fucking gas station fried food in the country. Shell? The shell. shell They're Michelin ranked, right? How high are you when you go? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, ask anybody from the hood. That's it, the spot. That's the, the spot. I'll check it out. Shit. All right, AJ, do you want to give out your uh, social medias, anything like that? So people can follow you, some followers. Chef Applejacks on Instagram. Chef Applejacks? Yeah, I put it up there. <laughs> oh, you, you changed it. <laughs> that's lit. If you want to follow me on social medias, I appreciate everybody that's been adding me. Uh, sorry, it takes me a little bit long, or else I've deleted you. Uh, it's Bobby Stills on Instagram. Uh, you can catch Johnny uh, at uh, Johnny Tsunami. You can also catch me at uh, Grill How Long Steak Mister. <laughs> That's Mister with an MR. Oh yeah, Johnny's been doing a good job with our Instagram too. Uh, what's our uh, Facebook? Uh, Grill How Long Steak Mister. Uh, what's our Twitter? At How Long Steak Mister. Uh, what's our email address? Uh, Grill How Long Steak Mister. That's Mister with an MR at Gmail dot Kizom. Kizom. <laughs> uh, if you're trying to catch these hands or anything on... Oh, catch uh, the back fade? On, uh, on PS3, <laughs> you can find me at Bobby Stills. <laughs> <laughs> on PS3. Okay. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, PS4. <laughs> PS3. Well, I was. I, I forgot on PS3 I haven't had one in so long that I got my PS4 like a couple months ago or whatever, and... Uh, I was like, damn, what was my old login? But it was assigned to an old email address. So I got, I'm adding new friends. So you're trying to come see me? Come see me. Johnny, what's your uh, what's your PlayStation name? Uh, Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. AJ, you play any video games? Not anymore. <laughs> I'm busy for that shit. Yeah, Keith, I don't play video Keith, games. Keith, I added you. You didn't, haven't added me yet. What's your name? I haven't played a video game in like three months. I don't have time for that right. shit. <laughs> All right. If you want to have any free time, you're like, I might watch a movie or like do something else that I can't say on air. <laughs> 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 if you wanna, if you wanna see Keith or uh, talk to, figure out how to have host your own podcast, you're interested in sponsoring any uh, podcast or maybe being a guest, uh, you can go to www.soundcastingnetwork.com and uh, yeah, hit up Keith. He's, I guess he's gonna be working on some new. Uh, uh, Web pages for us? Yeah, man, we're gonna redo a bunch of the web pages and shit. We're upgrading, bitches. Keep it lit. All right, uh, thanks to uh, Applejack, thanks to Keith, Johnny. It's always a pleasure seeing you. Uh, tell your wifey and your baby. I'm sorry to keep them waiting out in this beautiful sun. Yeah, and uh, episode 104 in the bag. 104 in the bag. Yeah, I got the bag. I got the bag. Grill. How long steak, Mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs>